0: a kid, is there some sort of incident that happened that maybe you created something and you went to share it with someone and they made you feel not good enough? Welcome to Vibe in Mind with Lisa and Lisa. Here you'll find tips
1: and tricks from Abraham Hicks, the law of attraction and trusting your intuition. We share personal stories and teach you how to use your mind to change your vibe and manifest a more joyful and happy life.
0: What's your vibe in mind? Ooh, that make you feel good. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Vibe in Mind. It is so awesome to be here and talking about our most favorite topics. So I can't wait to just get started. Lisa, what is going on?
1: Yes, I'm good. It's been a great uh great week and yeah I'm looking forward to some projects that I'm working on so yeah I'm I'm looking forward to this conversation uh today we're going to talk about limiting beliefs and uh, maybe get into some manifestations so yeah really looking forward to it a little nervous to kind of break down some of my my own limiting beliefs so <laughs> well, <laughs> well listen I am too yeah exactly and
0: I'm and let's be honest, sometimes I'm just nervous to talk about my life and be exposed in that way. So we just gotta, yeah, let it go. And we're all humans, so we're going to do our best. Yeah. To mm-hmm. Talk it through. So, right. Um. So yeah, let's talk about limiting beliefs and, oh my goodness, how to get to the bottom of them. I think that's what comes to my mind first. Hmm. Uh, so, do you want me to just get started on how I think is the best way to get to the bottom of them? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because so I feel,
1: I feel like yeah. you are more of a, a master of this area than I am. Like I definitely need some help, so I need some of your some of your guidance here for sure. But I also do. I've learned along the way. I have a couple of tips <laughs> too. So we'll get there. But yeah, you you go ahead because I feel like you you know more about how to get through this than I do. So, okay.
0: So first of all, let's just say I'm always a work in progress. We all are, I suppose. So, um, but yeah, with the limiting beliefs, I feel like I tried my best to work through this for so long with, um, a few certain things in my life. And um, I'm trying to think back on how I really got into it. I think, um, Louise Hay, I remember, do you know Louise Hay or have you? No. Oh. okay so she's like the queen of affirmations
1: what how do i not oh, know her yeah oh, i don't I know no oh,
0: way and she's That's really old she so she runs hay house which is like a publication
1: that okay um, i do know that yeah they so actually just came up. out with the podcast i don't know if you noticed um they just started doing their own podcast so that might be a good oh. one i'll have to check that just out side note <laughs> yeah
0: So she had this book called You Can Heal Your Life that I, I believe I bought that about 10 years ago and it was all about affirmations and um, there's all kinds of good stuff in there. But one of them was, um, you know, reprogramming your beliefs. Her idea was like write out your beliefs and then basically flip them around and then say them as affirmations affirmations over and over and over. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So then the thing that I kind of tweaked for me over the years was, okay, I can say affirmations, but if I'm not feeling them or believing them, they're just not working for me. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think for years, a big one for me that I was trying to get through is money. I think a lot of us have those money blocks, or that's just a hot topic, right? Mm -hmm. So To get down to what I really believe about money, or I should say, if I was trying to explain to someone, how do you figure out what your beliefs are about money? You can sit down and write them out. You can write, I believe money is uh, great, or it's the root of all evil, or it blah, blah, whatever it is for you. Uh, But what I realized is kind of more powerful is, or to get down to the bottom of it is, How do you feel when you think about money or using money or spending money? Mm -hmm. So, like, that's more powerful than, wow, what do you believe? Well, when I sat and really thought about what are my money beliefs, I don't know. I just kind of drew a blank. I don't know. I like money. I like it. I want more of it. And, (laughs) uh, you know, I want to win the lottery. There you go. And I think some people do struggle with that. So, instead, if you dig deeper, how do you react in daily situations with money? Right. So, right. For example, like how do I feel when I'm thinking about having to pay that bill? Mm-hmm. What, or what do I even feel when I'm literally going to pay it? Um, what do I feel or what comes up in my gut when I'm paying for groceries or when I have to buy a gift for somebody or I want to um, splurge on things that feel like splurges to me, like clothes or going out for dinner or vacations. What oh. are those feelings,
1: right? Yeah, because um, cause it's the feelings that are – so how do I say this? The, having a belief versus, versus having a feeling, the feeling has more of vibrational energy, I believe, than – just that belief, right? So when you get into those feelings, you're having more of an impact vibrationally. So if the feelings are negative, then you're going to attract more negative, perhaps. So exactly. No, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So So how do you get past, like what have you thought up some techniques or sorry to kind of interrupt there if you were getting there, but yeah. Do you know how to get past this or Okay. So, uh,
0: first recognizing what are those feelings? So yeah. I really did take a minute to think back, okay, how do I, or did I react for example, uh, paying for groceries. And I used to almost have like this, I shouldn't say just groceries. Like maybe if I was making like a big purchase or, you know, like splurging on myself and buying yeah. something that wasn't an absolute necessity, let's right. say that. Yeah. And I would go to pay and I know I have the money. But I still had this feeling of like, well, maybe I shouldn't be spending this much. Maybe I need more of that. Maybe I should be saving this money for what if, what if I need it down the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would get this uneasy feeling, which is the complete opposite of what I want, because I don't want to feel uneasy about money. I want to feel confident and I want it to be a joyful experience. Uh, so recognizing what you feel and then Um, making a conscious effort to change that. Um, I will also say though, I did RTT and we've talked about this, right?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. And I did it on money. Um, So for those who don't know what RTT is, it's rapid transformational therapy. And I learned about it through listening to the Jess Lively podcast. And I know that she's a big advocate for it and has used it. It's basically Mm, how shall I say? It's not hypnosis exactly. What What would you? How would you describe
1: it? No, yeah, I think it is hypnosis, and it's um it's and it was created by Merce Pier, which some of the listeners might know. She's a lot. She's involved in a lot of the Mind Valley stuff. Uh, I don't know. Do you? Do you know what this Mind Valley Revolution? <laughs>
0: I feel like it is. No, I know about Marissa Peer, but I don't really know much about the Mind Valley.
1: Yeah, so it's this big organization that's kind of um, just celebrating all these different types of um, communicators, communicators along this line of work. So Mar- Marissa Peer is one of them, and um, so she has a workshop through, through their organization, I guess. Anyway, sorry to interrupt there, but yeah, some of you guys oh, might good. know... RTT through Marissa Peer, because I believe she was the one that kind of created it. So, um, so yeah, but yeah, Jeff, you're, Jeff Lively is a huge advocate for it.
0: You're exactly right. Marissa did create it and I kind of had forgotten about that. And you know what? The only reason I hesitated to say hypnosis and you're right, it is hypnosis. But the reason I was a bit hesitant to, I guess, to call it that is because they think people then think well then someone will hypnotize me and then I will lose control or I won't know what I'm doing I know oh, I know
1: hypnosis has such a bad rap it's so unfortunate because it's it's essentially because meditation nowadays is totally mainstream people are cool with it but it's essentially what hypnosis is it's med, it's like just diving into your subconscious or those areas that I don't know how to explain it, but <laughs> no, you're exactly hypnosis, right because his nose is the same. It's just a way of digging into the subconscious, just like meditation is. So exactly,
0: I almost think of it like layers of vibration. If you were to like actually see a visual, um, you know, you're just getting dig, You're going below those vibrations you're kind of at when you're in your everyday moments. Yeah, and you're going lower and lower and lower. Um, and it is so much like meditation because I all, I often get into that state when I get into a nice deep meditation. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but um, I do want to explain a bit about what RTT is so people understand. So you go into this hypnosis and you basically work through your subconscious uh, blocks, your subconscious blocks. And It's very cool. First of all, you fill out a huge form beforehand with the person who is a registered RTT therapist, Mm -hmm. uh, which anyway, we'll have a link to, I believe there's a main link through Marissa Pierce's site. So you can connect with someone in your area. Um, I actually did mine on Skype if you're not close to somebody. Um, anyway uh, so you fill out a big information so you, they figure out exactly what you're trying to achieve and when you do the session you go back and, through three different memories in your past and you kind of basically in a nutshell let them go i suppose and it's totally bizarre because the ne- memories that come up are to- they are not any that you would even remember or think of If someone were to say, oh, what do you think your hang-up is stemmed from? Uh, Mm. All these, it's really crazy uh, how they, how you kind of just pull from yourself these little things that you didn't realize you were carrying with you. So cool. That's the cool part. So then after the session, it's about an hour or so, then you do, uh, that therapist will also make you a um, recording based on your session that you listened to for 21 days to help you kind of to sink into your subconscious. Apparently this has helped a lot of people quit smoking uh, after just one or two sessions. Like it really uh just gets to the root of things. Um, anyway, so all this to say, I, I did that for money because I thought that would be something really cool. And it's something I've just kind of uh, struggled with, I guess, my, my whole life. Shall I say that? So, um, Yeah. And so here's the thing. It wasn't like the day after I was like, oh wow, now I'm rich. This is amazing. <laughs> it, it was um it doesn't like wave a magic wand and yeah. your money pours in. It was more like what it does is it slowly shifts your subconscious thinking so that you're open to new ideas, which bring in new avenues of money and things like that. And it's a slow thing you see. I mean, it was slow, a little bit slow for me, but yeah. some people have um you know, things happen right away for them.
1: So it was slow in that, like the money, like um, manifesting money happened slowly eventually. Or you mean, like, did you have an an aha moment when you did RTT? Were you like, oh my God, I never knew that that's, that I've been doing this all my life. Or or did anything like aha come out of it? Or was it like, okay, yeah, this is cool. Let me work through this. And then eventually you kind of learn to have, be more open-minded about your beliefs about money.
0: Oh man. Okay. So the aha was, I have this, I mean, just some of the memories that came up. One of them was basically rooting from a feeling of uh, not, not being included or something. What was it like? Not feeling good enough to be included. Which, oh. which when you think about that makes sense. It's like, Oh, they all have money.
1: I yeah. can, like,
0: I'm not on that level. I
1: can't have that. Huh? And like being included, was this an experience that was related to money back then or this was a nope. completely different experience? It was nothing experience? to do with
0: my, it had, my memory that we walked through had uh, had very, very little to do with money, but then more so with just a life experience of just
1: the worthiness, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Huh. And it was really cool because then you let it go and you really feel light. And, um, uh, well, you know, when you feel after... I don't know how to describe it. You're just, you almost feel not drained, but in a good way, like Uh, a sigh of relief, I suppose. So, okay. So there was that big moment. Okay. So here's the thing too. I was pregnant. So in my mind I had these blocks of like, well, how am I going to go and make money when I'm expecting to have a baby soon? Like I actually can't go start a job. I have to raise a baby. And so again, those are obviously limiting beliefs, so yeah. I think what kind of really slowed things for me. And I also had an expectation of where the money was going to come from. I was like, this is, it's going to come from this avenue. So I'm waiting for it to show up now. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> 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 na, 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 na. That's na, not na, how no. it works. <laughs> never about (laughs) the how exactly I know but even I can you know get caught up in it so yeah um, for sure yeah so I had my baby and time went on and um and then I it's like I slowly started to allow things shift things and um I just feel like my feeling towards money now is so different that's what it is it's not like again I didn't win the lottery I didn't open the door to money pouring through, you know, piles of money. But I mean, what would you say? Have you seen the change in me? Cause you've,
1: I feel yeah, like
0: you've noticed.
1: I don't yeah, want to go sit sure. and go, I Oh, think... this happened. That happened. I think, breakfast. yeah. I mean, I think you learned to not think about the how where it's coming from and just, um, you put more of your focus on, uh, you know, I think you focus more on what you did have and put kind of some, you celebrated that, the, that more, I think, I think you just, ha- because you went through this process, you just believed like, like there was that block lifted. So then you started believing more that you can attract more money or, or earn more money or find ways to create more money. And I don't know. I think it just slowly, I don't know. Would you agree with that? Like, did you focus yeah. more on like the letting go of the worry kind of thing? Exactly. Like now I don't even, I just trust.
0: I just know money comes, money goes on. And that worthy, funny that I'm talking about this RTT. I hadn't thought of it in a long time, but that whole worthiness, I know I'm worthy of the amount that comes to me and, and more. And that sort of thing that just shifts my energy. I just, I don't clam up like, Oh, how am I going to make this work? I just trust and know. And that's not to say I go charging things up on a credit card. Cause I just think, Oh, somehow the money will come. Let's go buy a yacht. <laughs> but you know, it's like the yeah. everyday things. I just, when your energy changes in that way, It just sort of calls more of it into your life, right? More opportunities show up and then you say yes to those opportunities and then it just sort of reveals itself.
1: Right. Yeah. So, so between RTT and what else kind of made you stay in that vibration of worrying less? Like, were there other practices you did? Did you do affirmations? Did you write in your journal? Did you... Just practice more joy, feeling. I, I think you did that a lot too. You you deliberately practiced things that you knew would give you joy, which kept you in that high vibration. Yes.
0: um, mm-hmm. I definitely, and I feel like that somewhat comes naturally to me because I I like to do things that will make me feel good. So, yeah, I focused on that. And then, and more of it would just come. That's, that's mm-hmm. the thing.
1: Yeah, I wish, I mean, do you have, I know you have some examples, but can you remember or do you want to talk about some of the actual examples? I know one thing you were involved in writing a song or something, you ended up getting paid like all out of nowhere, like four times the amount that you would normally charge or something. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly.
0: Yeah. Before before I would have been like, no, 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 I don't, I don't need that much. I'm good. Oh, starving artist like that. That's a great, okay, that's a good example of a belief. I think I wouldn't have written out saying, I think I'm a starving artist, but I know when I look back on what I used to feel or subconsciously believe was that, like, yeah, you have to, if you're going to be an artist, like, you're more than likely not going to struggle. You're going to struggle. That's it, right? I had the same thing,
1: yeah.
0: Mm, Right? It's like, how can you make a lot of money doing that? And, um. So, yes, after that RTT thing, uh, that's right. I got a large sum of money for doing things that I love with my music and songwriting. And and I was okay to accept it. That was a big moment because it was like, wow, am I worthy of this? Should I be mm-hmm. getting this for, you know, for this? Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't even question it. Of course I am. Of course that should right. be the case. Um, not in a cocky way. Like, yes, you need to give me tons of money. It's just, you just know <laughs> your worth,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're, you're thinking.
1: And um, then you just, you don't fight it. Like it is what it is. Like if it, I don't know. There's yeah. I love, I love this. I love this. Oh uh, uh, yeah.
0: But you're right. It is what it is. So another thing I have, I have often, I think I've always sort of believed this. So here's a good example. Um, I've just always believed that there's a lot of opportunity with my teaching. And I believe that I just know students come and go. And I tell you, it's like people contact me all the time um, for me to teach them. And it's not because I sit there um, like desperately looking for students. And I also don't sit there going, I'm amazing. I should," You know. You should be begging for me to teach you. I just have a belief. <laughs> I just have a belief. I have a lot to offer, and I yeah. I know there will always be um, clients for my business. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you know, so, if one if one leaves, I wish them well, and i because I already know
1: there will be another one coming, and it and it that's the case. The I think this is so huge because most of us don't think in this in this line of thought. And I feel like you didn't used to think like this. So what, like, was it RTT that made this change? Was it like what? I just feel like everyone's going to want to know, how did you change? How did you do this? Right.
0: With my music, though,
1: as far as the teaching,
0: I don't know. I always have this rooted feeling of I know I'm capable of doing this. So I know if someone comes to me, I can offer them something good. Mhm. I don't know. So I, I
1: guess the teaching that. thing you may not have had limiting beliefs about money necessarily in that regard. Right. But it was more of like overall in life because you mm-hmm. had some struggles, you know, being an artist, making a, any decent living was really hard. And so you had those limiting beliefs blocking that for, for sure. sure.
0: Oh, but let then me, also, sorry. I'm going to interrupt you, yeah. you real quick. Cause I yeah, want to yeah, say yeah. about the students. You're right. I always knew there'd be students, but you do make a good point about the, like the dollar amount that I charge or charged. Yeah. I did have a bit of a struggle with that. Cause like, Oh, oh I'm okay. going to put my prices up. And then I still, I have to take a minute when I even tell people what I charge to be strong in that, like, this is what I charge. And I am, that's a good amount. I'm worth that much. Or you'll get you'll get enough, like, you'll feel like I'm so glad I paid that amount because
1: I got so much out of it. Mm-hmm. And is that something that you had done before you started all this work with RTT and alignment and manifesting? Or did you start upcharging once you realized your blocks about money were disappearing? I think so. Yeah. Because I
0: started at one and I was really hesitant to start at my one amount, even from the beginning. And honestly, it wasn't even that much, but I just kind of was like, I think when something comes a bit natural to you, it so it's fun and it doesn't feel like work, you kind of feel like I, you, it's hard to put a price on it, right? Because yeah, like, does that make sense? I hate to totally, say that. Totally. It's like, you just kind of feel like, well, I could do this without being paid in fact I do this without being paid that's the problem with the starving artists (laughs) you do so much for free it really takes away from your feeling of worth yeah for sure right so anyway I started at one price and then um I stayed at that price for years so let's see I did RTT I want to say two years ago how has it been that long and I just upped my prices like maybe half a year ago almost a year ago Mm-hmm. So
1: it took me some time to go, okay, I can,
0: I can do this. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think some other things happened along the way that kind of helped you move those blocks away even further with um, just, you know, some of your manifesting work and, and uh, your husband's job. I know was a big one. Yes. For a while that you really, really tried to get the universe to <laughs> give, give give to him. Yeah. But uh yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about that or not, but do you think I should well, part of me does. Part of me... okay. It's
0: funny if he <laughs> if he listens, he'll be like, You are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So anyway, um, yeah, my husband was going for a job it's very complicated, uh, but we were basically waiting on a call for the job to start. And that one call, which was, you know, supposed to start after the interview process was supposed to start a couple months after. And we waited five years for that phone call. So in that time, there was a lot of like, why isn't this manifesting work? I'm trying to manifest this job for him. You know, why isn't that phone call coming? Um, Mm -hmm. But I personally think He'll probably disagree with me, but I think the reason it all came about is I feel like his energy shifted so what happened was he was working in the trades business, a lot of labor intensive work mm-hmm. and he actually ended up long story short got a different job so he was putting off getting a different job for a long time because he was waiting for this phone call yeah the, the dream job right. um, when he finally. The thought, I'm trying to think of the timeline here when he, I think he just finally thought, man, I don't know if this dream job is going to happen. Maybe it will, but regardless, I'm going to try and go for, um, more of like an office job because, you know, being, being labor intensive, is very hard on your body and and that sort of thing. There's all kinds of things that come along with that. Uh, so he gets this business job, let's call it an office job, and to me, that's softened the vibration. It was like, oh, I think he started realizing his own worthiness. Because like, if you kind of think of the trades, um, unfortunately, you know, some people yeah. think of that. Like, how do I say There's that? There's a stigma there for sure. There's a stigma, right? It's like, yeah. Yeah. not bottom of the barrel. I don't know how to say that in a nice way. It's just They're treated differently, I guess you can say. Um, so when he got this office job and he got to dress up and he was meeting one-on-one with the and things like that, I personally think that made him just a little more confident and like, yeah, I am worthy of this. I, I can do this. I knew, I knew he could do that all along, but I think he just sort of had to step into that. Right. And recognize it for himself. And then the pay, you got a pay increase because of that. I think that was another big thing. It was like, okay, I can, I can do yeah, this and got- achieve it. Did he get benefits or no? Got benefits, yeah. Yeah. Um he was being treated very well at this job and he'd had a long past of not being treated well and a lot of empty promises in the past with other other things. Mm-hmm. So that he got that job and then I'm telling you how many months, let me count. Um
1: okay, let's just let's oh, just stay okay. here for a minute because I remember this and it's very clear to me that you even you, like I don't know about him, but you yeah came to the realization of just let's appreciate what this is right now and wow and you kind of thought about it and you're like there are many ways that this job could be even better than that dream job that so-called dream job and then you guys kind of went through the ways of like yeah there's this there's this and this and then you started really milking and appreciating where he was in that time and kind of if I Correct me if I'm wrong, but you let go of the idea of that specific dream job, yeah, right? Yes, I'm
0: so glad you're reminding me of all this because you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yes, when he stepped into that job, I did say that and I was appreciating it and I thought, okay, this is it and this is beautiful too. This is wonderful. It's not what we had in mind, but mm-hmm. it's still great. Let's go with it. Um, right. Ah, yes. This is okay. So. Fast forward a few months, there was possibly one opening for this dream job. And uh, anyway, that they ended up not taking him on. So we just thought, oh man, we're giving up. This is too much. It's just too many highs and lows, letting it go. Yeah. Stick, Stick with the job you got. We love it. We appreciate it. It's good. It's all good. Maybe this just wasn't meant to be this dream job. And freaking lo and behold. That was about three, how many, maybe a month later, out of nowhere, he gets the call for the dream job.
1: (laughs) It was so insane. I love it. I love this. Yeah. It's like you literally, you were okay with what is, you found ways to appreciate it. You let go of the big idea and then boom. It's like that Oprah interview about letting go about this, the movie Color Purple. (laughs) The minute she let go, she got the call. Yeah,
0: totally. But the thing is, do you ever find yourself trying to let go of something because you actually do want it? (laughs) So you're like, okay, I really, (laughs) I let go of this. I'm going to get that call tomorrow.
1: (laughs) I mean, you really, really have to let go. Like, yeah. Done. Oh, I know. And it's like, we discussed this before with me. It's, I, I was trying to let go of of things and it's just it's hard to actually really really let go like it takes it's a process for sure
0: it it really is yeah
1: um okay so how did we get on (laughs) to (laughs) this yeah no (laughs) well yeah the limiting beliefs like as you're moving through your limiting beliefs of the money blocks like they're slowly letting up slowly letting up you're believing you deserve more you're just you know, are you practicing these other methods of appreciation and finding joy and all that combined together with, you know, your husband changing his vibrations and whether he did it, well, he obviously didn't do it intentionally. It just happened naturally. But, um, yeah, all these, as the limiting beliefs were starting to be removed, then bam, <laughs> wham, there was no. <laughs>
0: This is as you're saying that it's just occurring to me. I think the problem with me years ago was I, I wanted to go from the bottom straight to the top and that's, yeah. I didn't, and I didn't believe it. It was just like, no, but I want to get there. And that's where I want to be. It, it has to be a believable, slow climb. And that's a great, that job thing is a great example of you're just slowly stepping into something you believe and it's a little better. And then you go to the next and it's better. So your affirmation can start even right it can start small um let's find an example of this um like you can't go from your belief being i'm not worthy of money to i'm a millionaire it's way too big right. of a jump it's too big yeah. of a jump how about yeah
1: okay yeah so you're yeah so what the the hay house lady was saying about affirmations she would just go there with any affirmation right whereas you were saying for you, it's not as believable. So, if you start small and then work your work your way up through it, is that what you're kind of saying? Exactly mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yes, it's exactly what I'm
0: saying. It it needed to be a more believable jump because if you don't believe it, there's no sense in saying the affirmation or expecting it to come. Mm-hmm. So, so finding so filling in that gap. So, let's say someone's listening right now and they're having these money blocks. So, going from Um, I'm not worthy or uh, what are some of the other things people might say about money? Um, I never have enough to how about, um, you know, somehow money always seems to find its way to me or I'm always taken care of somehow. I I can always, I can seem, I somehow seem to always pay my bills. Right. Uh, You know, that's, that's smaller. That's not like, that's, that's reachable reachable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So put it into work for your
1: own self. Yeah. And it's, and I just want to say, because I actually do believe that if you say an affirmation enough, it when you're in the right mind frame and vibration, I do believe that eventually, um, your mind starts creating patterns to match to that affirmation. Yeah. Um, but it's whatever works for everybody, right? Like, and for sure, get like what you just said. Those two examples are way, way more reachable than, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a millionaire, easy, <laughs> exactly, right? So yeah, that's a good but, one.
0: But like, start with us, go up a little step, and believe that for a couple of days, then switch it to yeah. something a little bigger, right? Just keep, yeah,
1: growing it, yeah,
0: right, yeah, cool. Okay, let's talk about you and your beliefs. Let's do it. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Can we okay. dive
1: into? Yeah. Yeah. So I am notorious for having these big ideas. I actually have a journal called dreams and schemes <laughs> because I think of all these great ideas and I get super, super excited about them. And I'm like, there's been several that I'm really like, Oh my God, this, this could be a thing. And I'll, I'll write down like a little mini business plan. I'll get super pumped about it. And, But then when it comes down to actually going through with it, I start procrastinating and I distract myself with other things. (laughs) So there's obviously something going on there. Right. Which I want to figure out. So uh, more specifically, this recently, I have um, some ideas for some kind of daily journals or workbook journals to, um, you know, around manifesting and being in alignment and appreciation and gratefulness and all that's good stuff. Yeah. And yeah. And I've like created the cover and the logo for it and look of it. Like, cause of the, cause I love design. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and then I'm kind of stuck <laughs> after that. So I've noticed these last few weeks I've been kind of progressing on the actual content of it. And I've been focusing more on like the look and the fun part of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Okay. So yeah. let's talk about it. Yes. Yeah. So
0: when you, what do you start to feel when you start to think, oh, I need to do
1: um, this other part of the journals? Well, what comes up is that, and it's the classic, it's the classic situation. Like I feel I'm not worthy to provide this information to other people. I have total imposter syndrome because I'm not a life coach and I'm not a uh, psychologist or, you know, like all these sort of things come in where, 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 who am I to be providing this information? Okay. Good question. Why don't you answer that?
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, that's my question. Like, so you're not a psychologist. Yeah. Um, Can you still publish these books even though you're not a psychologist?
1: Yes. Okay. Um, But I guess I'm afraid of like, I guess, I don't know. I guess I think like, well, I'll get some pushback because people will be like, she's not credible. Why is she doing this? Okay. But then I good. think, okay, well, does it matter? Cause if it's helping at least, you know, if it's helping one person, then I should be grateful for that. So okay, I know what I'm doing is silly, <laughs> but that's okay. Like,
0: let's back it up too. Okay. So
1: <clears throat> let's see.
0: What happens if, or what feelings come up when you think of somebody like uh, taking your, um, publication and going, mm, no good. It's not worthy. It's like, it's who is she to put this out? What feelings come up
1: when, when that happens? Um, I don't know. I guess I would feel shame. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm just trying to think when I, When I hear you say that, I think of Byron Katie, who I just finished. She just helped me so tremendously. I just did her little work thing this morning. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love her, too. Yeah. She's incredible. And actually, she helped me so much um, work through something that was on my mind yesterday, which I talked to you about. Um, But she has no formal training at all whatsoever, except life training. She figured out how to do this for herself. And then she Mm -hmm. wrote a book to help people. That's my first thought
1: yeah um, well and you know what's so funny is as you say that I see I went for like the well but she had this like devastating rock bottom moment and I've never had that <laughs> it's almost like those people that have hit rock bottom become credible to then give advice right but like you know why can't I give advice to I don't know by the way, because- I did take psychology in university. So I do have that check <laughs> more so than I ever you know, did. <laughs> um, but also
0: you have, but you say you haven't hit rock bottom, but I can think of things that you've been through that are very traumatic and difficult.
1: Oh, you're
0: right. Okay. Like we just talked about on our last session. Right. Um, right. You've lost people in your life. I mean, there's a lot of real life things you've been through. I mean, that's how you know about this stuff. It's not, you were just like, you know, I'm going to right. pull this out of that's the sky. True. Yeah. You learned this because you were experiencing these things.
1: You're right. Because that's what kind of fast forwarded all my practicing of these, these methods right? and how I became, it just started becoming part of who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, like practicing appreciation and, gratefulness and meditation and reframing my thoughts so yeah you're right ha look at you (laughs) look at you (laughs) You so yeah sorry
0: go ahead no I was gonna say often those teachers who have psychology degrees cannot relate to anybody and the people who live real life experiences are the ones who you learn the most from okay carry on
1: yeah that's a good point too yeah Um, yeah, no, I was just going to get back, getting back to limiting beliefs. So I wonder, I wonder if there's something in my past that I'm not dealing with or that I don't know to deal with because when I said shame there, it was very, um, uh, very like taken aback, like, whoa, and embarrassing to say that almost. And Mm -hmm. Most of my life, I've felt some sort of, like, I was super, uber, uber shy as a kid. Like, I could not, at 11 years old, I could not go and order, I remember this very clearly, my own, like, McDonald's order. <laughs> Our family right. was there, and I couldn't do it. I was, like, hiding. I was, I I think I cried, because I didn't want to order my own fucking McDonald's, and my parents were trying to make me. <laughs> and i was so nervous and shy and embarrassed and silly and and i, I remember my sister would like laugh at me cuz i was such a crybaby <laughs> yeah, thanks sis no <laughs> um so i mean there's probably something there <laughs> i think i no, need an sure. RTT
0: session 100% 100% there's definitely something there so can we try and go back a little bit when you were a kid is there some sort of incident that happened that maybe you created something And you went to share it with someone and they made
1: you feel not good enough. Um, I mean, I can't think of anything. Uh, if I created something, no, I mean like my, my family was always like just super cool and supportive no matter what. And, um, hmm? Teachers, friends, any friend situations? Um, uh, I know one thing that was a huge impact on me was, so I was always bad in math. It was never my subject. Mm-hmm. And I just always skirted on like 51%. I just would pass. And I remember in high school, I'd never, I just refused to go. You could lower down to like basic math, so you get better scores. And I was like, no, I'm going to stay in advanced math. I'm just going to make it happen. <laughs> and, yeah. but I always get, I would get like 54%, or that would be my average, which is not good for someone who wants to end up going to university. But anyway, I trucked on. And I remember in one grade, I think it was grade 11, um, there was this one type of math that I just, clicked with and I got it and I was like oh my god I got I was just getting every question right and we we finally had an exam and I got like 90 (gasps) fucking seven on the exam or something I was blown away I got higher than the top girl in our class what and yeah, it was insane. And it was nothing like it was just this type of math just clicked for me and I was the only one that it clicked for apparently because <laughs> yeah. Everyone. So this is what happened. So everyone did so bad on this exam that the that the teacher did a marked on a bell curve. And this was the first time I'd ever heard of a bell curve before and a bell curve is when they take all the marks and they kind of average it down so that the all those people that got so low, their grade would kind of come up a bit. But all those, those little few people that did really well, their grade would have to come down a bit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the first time in my life where I'm so proud of myself to get like such good grades on math and, uh, the teacher marked had to mark me down and I ended up getting like, I don't know, 78, percent oh. or something or 80% maybe or but I was just it was still a good mark in my you know comparatively to my past marks but I was just just so upset because I was so proud of myself and here they are shitting on it right essentially totally totally <laughs> totally and um so yeah that was a big yeah even like even reliving it right now I'm like wow I was so upset and I went to the teacher and I tried and I cried to like get her to put it back to where it was and I swear to God to this day she must have thought I was cheating because I was never producing those marks before so she was probably thinking like yeah yeah good try like you totally cheated and right they didn't believe you were worthy
0: they didn't believe she didn't believe you were worthy
1: yeah so yeah that's definitely one but I I was a shy and unconfident freak long before that happened so I don't know. <laughs> You're so funny. Um,
0: okay. I want to try something else too. Like okay. Flip it. Like, oh, I want to get back to that, but let's flip your belief of I'm uh well, you, what you said it yourself. I'm an imposter or I'm not. Why don't you wrap it up in a sentence of what your belief.
1: Yeah. Like I'm not uh, credible to be giving this kind of advice. I'm not credible. So How do we flip that? Um, Because I think
0: to myself, you keep thinking, well, what if people poo-poo it? And I keep thinking, oh my gosh, what if you don't put it out and all these people don't get helped? Mm. So I want to flip it. I'm not... Yeah. I am
1: credible of giving this advice. Can you believe that? I am credible of giving this advice. I mean... The fact that we went through the rock bottom thing, that really lifted that got gets me a lot closer to believing it. Because you're right, I did hit some I mean, rock bottom, maybe not comparatively to someone who's like there's way worse situations, but <clears throat> Yeah. The, so search. yeah, like that I've been through difficult things that's already let me believe that it's that I am more credible, I guess. So that's already helped tremendously just kind of realizing that. Well, let's keep going with that. Okay.
0: um, So let's think you. Okay. So you think Byron Katie is more, you know, she had that big difficult moment. So she can say, look, I've been through this. So what are some other things that you look at other people who've done what you want to do that they have that you don't. Let's think. Um, Some other self-help authors.
1: Yeah. I mean, what comes to mind is Gabby Bernstein, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: who I actually go off and on about how much I like her. Some some days I do, some days I don't. (laughs) But um, she... But again, she's in my mind, she also hit this rock bottom. She was an alcoholic. Da-da-da. And then she's just started writing these books and she's she's massive now. And she didn't have any formal training how to write a book or anything like that. But um so that's an exact
0: example. She doesn't have any. Who what book school did she go to? No, she didn't. And look how many yeah. books she's published. Huge, huge mm-hmm. books. Okay. So she hit this rock bottom of being an alcoholic, but then she became a workaholic and then she, I mean, that's her pattern.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. not everyone,
0: not everyone can relate to that. Right. Cause yeah. Um, what else, what else does she, what else does she have? Or let me think about this.
1: You know what's so funny is all my life up until I started doing all these these methods, yeah, and I think we talked about this before is I always wanted to i always i didn't ever feel worthy because I wasn't a somebody like i wasn't a I wasn't a psychologist or I wasn't a doctor or I wasn't a graphic designer or I wasn't a you know any title songwriter singer songwriter I wasn't mm-hmm. you know all these things. I was just a girl that worked in a corporate office, <laughs> and uh, like you know, I had titles there, but I was always embarrassed. I like, at functions to be, oh, what do you do? And I'd be like, oh, I work here. No, 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 no. I was never proud of it because it wasn't like a common uh, somebody profession, you know? Right. And well, where was I going with this? Is that I feel like. Oh, this is interesting. I feel like publishing these journals and these workbooks, and if they do well, then I will become a somebody. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's freaking me out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Something that I thought I always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but now when it comes down to it, maybe, is that, am I making any sense there? Absolutely. Okay, so let's go both ways. So if you become a
0: somebody with it, are you comfortable with that? And if you don't com- become somebody with it, are you comfortable with that?
1: I mean, I'm almost more comfortable being, um, although now that we're on a podcast, it, it won't be. What's the word I'm looking for? In secret. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I'm almost sense. comfortable being a, what's the word? When closet. A Closet. No, bed, like maybe? when you're somebody that publishes like a ghost writer or whatever. Like I'm almost more comfortable pursuing it like that than I am putting my name on it. Because if people know who you are, fill in the blank. If people know who I am, then I'll have to live up to their expectations.
0: What are their expectations of you?
1: That I should just keep um, busting out all this these journals and workbooks and keep publishing stuff and what if on their timeline on time. what if you don't live up to those expectations then I will slowly become a nobody
0: and guess what you are right now. <laughs>
1: You're right. I'm already a nobody. So <laughs> guess what you are right now. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like you're you right, wanted to so hide
0: so no one knows you. And then your biggest fear is that or like the worst case scenario is no one knows you.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is so good. Right. That's so funny. Oh, what? my gosh. <laughs> that right. This is so good. Can we do this every day? Oh, good. I know. Just wake up and do
0: this to each
1: other. Oh, my God. You're right. So if I just go for it, I mean, more than likely something great is going to happen from it. But if it doesn't, then I go back to being who I am now. So what's the harm? What's the effing harm? Except for that people will know that I failed. (laughs) Okay.
0: Let me. Okay. Okay. This is good. People will know you failed. When you publish your own book, that you worked on and it doesn't do well is that failing
1: yes is that my mind talking yes that's my mind
0: but why is that why is that a failure Um, that you created something awesome and like uh, only a couple people bought into it not a thousand billion
1: I mean I mean I mean in the definition of success it's you can relate it to sales which means mm-hmm. if I didn't sell any then I'm then I failed
0: are you doing this to make a ton of money what's no. the gratification what's the gratification you want from this
1: I want to help people mm-hmm. so if you help three people is that a failure no <laughs> Well <then>. <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right you're right okay I'm doing Stop. it
0: it's just <gasps> you're gonna, bam done no but it's just <laughs> something to to
1: chew on yeah yeah um yeah it's so funny I just I what keeps coming up is people that know me judging me okay like I just think of because I picture okay I'm gonna if I publish these then I'm going to want to promote them and then I promote Mm -hmm. them on Facebook and then people are going to know I'm into all this woo woo stuff. And that scares me a little. And, and I don't know why. Cause like I'm, although at the beginning of all this, I was apprehensive in my own belief of it, but now I'm becoming very confident in that it really does work. But I just, I don't know. I feel like all my friends and family be like, oh, you're into that crazy stuff. And then I'll feel judgment. And then I'll get back to those embarrassing feelings that I'm, you know, not good enough or whatever.
0: Okay. I so the, I, I just, and I also wrote down that shame word because I wanted to talk about that a little bit too. Because that's sort of, so much of this is
1: stemming from that embarrassment and shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the opposite Oh, my God. That, yeah the majority of my childhood was there was a lot of embarrassment my my face would go red like that would be a thing people would know be my know me because oh the girl with that face goes red all the time like I was just always embarrassed huh. but yet I was also a, like a cracker like a funny like make people laugh kind of person huh. so it was it was weird
0: you weren't embarrassed though when you were making people laugh or were you
1: I kind of, I kind of, no, I wasn't. I was happy, but sometimes I would like try and make people laugh and then I would hurt myself and then they would laugh at me and then I would be embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Like I would do these stupid tricks and anyway, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's getting very, very deep.
0: (laughs) Sorry. I, we don't, again, we can, we can edit it out too. I just, I'm just interested in my own self because the opposite in my mind, when I see shame, the opposite of pride, um, like you want to promote these things because you want to be proud regardless of how, how they're accepted. Yeah. So how can you
1: tap into that? Um. Okay, so. Well, I could start practicing think, practicing other areas that I do feel pride. And then yeah. I would align with that energy. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly.
0: And if everyone does say to you or the people that are close to you say to you, Oh, you're into that. That's so weird. Um, Where, where does that, I don't know. I'm just trying to dig a little deeper as to how you could get beyond that.
1: Because inevitably yeah. when,
0: I, when people put things out into the world, it, it, everybody can't like you. I've, that's what I'm coming to terms with and you won't be accepted. That's just the bottom line with not with everyone. Yeah. So how do we still move through that?
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, if I if I do walk through it, like with my, if we do another intuition exercise, I feel like I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Tell me. Let's do it. Like, I mean, yeah, let's do it. Let's, okay. Okay.
0: So if you put if you put yourself on Facebook and you say I've created this these cool journals, if you want to to check them out, go ahead. What do you What do you think's gonna happen?
1: I mean, I know there's definitely a nice handful of people that would be like, these are amazing. This is awesome because there is some, definitely some people even recently in the last year. And I don't know if maybe because I'm practicing it more, I'm noticing more of other people that are doing these same type of methods, but I'm noticing like, Oh, so-and-so is into this or, Oh, Oh, she likes this or, you know? Mm -hmm. So I know Mm -hmm. there's definitely some people that would be like, this is awesome. But, um, But yeah, it's, it's those others that'll just, I think I just automatically think like, oh, I don't know, Lisa was into this crazy witchcraft stuff, (laughs) like all the negative connotations you can think of. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I just get shy and embarrassed about it. And then, I don't know, I just wouldn't want it to take away. I really want to work through it because I don't want it to take away from, the good that it can do for even those handful of people. So, right. Okay. So if
0: those people say, Oh, and they don't even say it to your face. They just go, Oh, she's so weird. Um, like, what's the big deal?
1: Then what? Um, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter. Like, if if they're not, if they think that, and I don't know about it, I don't know. <laughs> I just make up stories in my mind, like, oh, they think I'm so weird and stupid. Okay, so what if they think you're weird and stupid?
0: That's what I'm saying. What if they think yeah. you're weird and stupid?
1: Are they weird and stupid? No. I guess I just feel embarrassed because I shouldn't, I don't want to be weird and stupid. Are you weird and stupid? I'm weird. I'm not stupid. But weird is is (laughs) cool. Okay, you you just nailed it. Like, is it okay to be weird? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't also want to embarrass other people that are close to me. Mm. If they're, if our mutual friends, well, I mean, I guess my husband and my family, like if their friends say like, oh, what's this weird stuff Lisa's up to? Or I don't know. I guess, why do I care so much? Maybe I'm afraid to back into it. Like if they ask about it, then if will I feel confident enough to explain it so that, see, this is what I just realized. Is if I'm not confident enough to explain it enough for them to get on board, then I feel embarrassed. But why do I care about if they're on board or not? Why can't they just keep believing what they believe and I believe what I believe? Precisely.
0: I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. Why can't they just believe what they want? They can. Do you want, hang on. Do you want to change their beliefs?
1: I do. Hmm. Yeah. Why? Because I believe it's super helpful and powerful and it'll make them a happier person. If they don't believe
0: this way, can they still be happy? Or can they still yeah. be Yeah? Can they still be a part of your life? Oh yeah. Okay, what if you go to explain it to them, and you're and you don't explain it properly?
1: Then I feel shy and embarrassed, and like I shouldn't have published any of these things. <laughs> That's pr- pretty dramatic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no pressure there.
0: Um, okay, yes. Yeah, so why is why is all of this beautiful big thing hinging on whether you can explain? to people,
1: why they should live this way? I'm, I'm just, I'm realizing it's coming, it's all coming back to my self-esteem and my confidence issues. Mm -hmm. Like, if I can't explain something that I've published with my words, if I can't explain it with my words, which I'm often I often say to myself, I'm i am not a good communicate. like I can't say what I really mean and like my words are in my head but I can't get them out of my mouth and I know that I'm an intelligent person. I just... I believe I say to myself all the time, like, Oh, I just can't explain it properly. And Oh, I'm too goofy to, I'm not serious enough. That's another thing. I've always said I'm not a serious person. Mm -hmm. So to start having these serious conversations makes me feel uncomfortable because I've always been the goofy fun Lisa who is like carefree and just yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. We're getting somewhere.
0: Those are your expectations. (laughs) People expect something from you.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so it's what, just like out of my comfort zone to like sit someone down and be like, "This is going to be helpful for the, like have a serious conversation." It's like getting out of my comfort zone almost. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I also think a big thing is going back to you wanting them like success is explaining it. So people take on this new way. Yeah. And is it okay to just say this worked for me? It may not work for you, but this See, that, really makes, works
1: for that already makes it feel so much better. Like if I just start with that, it takes the pressure off of me. That's a great, that's so great thank you for saying that and and, i mean it's so simple but right this you're right i'll write it down because it also makes that person feel like okay i'm not expected to (laughs) be in line with all this junk you're feeding me and that changes their energy too while they're being a listener Mm -hmm. which makes me more comfortable
0: because even someone like Gabby Bernstein has to know this worked for me. I'm putting it in a book. You could read the book, and still it may not work for you. But mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just showing you what worked for me. Maybe it will work for you.
1: Right. Right. That's so true. Even if I publish the journals with that in mind, like these worked for me. Here they are. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not lying. That's complete credibility. Is that this worked for me? That's all I need to know. That's all I need to do and believe. That's exactly. Good. It's it. That's so great. Oh, my God. I feel so good.
0: So good. <laughs> so good. Like this works for me. We'll yeah. We'll explain it. We'll explain it. Well, I'll do my best. But it's more of a feeling and a process. So here, let you know, this is you. I'm speaking kind of how you might speak to someone. Right. Yeah. Like, um I may not get it perfectly but it's something I experienced.
1: Take it for what you will. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And okay, so then if someone says to me uh, So there's some things about all this that I'm not Confident with like some term, some terminology and stuff. Like the whole, uh, I struggle with like the whole. The universe has my back, versus listening. It's really it's listening to your your inner being, like your intuition. Like, is it Mm -hmm. the universe that's working, or is it like you just really listening to yourself or acting on what your true inner being is trying to tell you? You know, Mm -hmm. and a lot of. The talk around this, these kind of methods bring up the whole universe thing, right? So if someone were to say to me, oh, so you believe that the universe is controlling everything or if, you know, if they start having those negative connotations and such, like, how do I handle that? Like, what do I? Okay. So if someone, someone says, um.
0: Oh yeah. So the universe or like, or what people would say to me, it's like, Oh yeah. Law of attraction. And want Six million dollars. I just thought about it. Where is it? Right. Um, I, well, I don't know. How do you respond to that? What's your initial thought in your gut?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, law of attraction, I want a million dollars, where's my million dollars? And I would say, well, it's, that is, you know, the common belief, the thought around it, but it's much more of a process and, a and, uh, it takes time and, uh, practicing other kind of methods that go along with it that allow you to attract more good in your life. So it does take time. It does take practice and. And, you know, all along the way to practice these methods around law of attraction and manifesting, like all along the way, what's happening is you're, 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 you're reframing your thoughts and your mind and you're, you'll just start to enjoy life more. So even if you don't believe in all this Stuff and it's crazy or whatever. If you just start doing these practices, you're at least going to find more joy in your life. And what's so bad about that? So, Bam. There, that's my answer. Bam. <laughs> no, but totally. But
0: let's say you get all the and you all get, you know, worked up and get embarrassed and you're put on the spot. I mean, what if it's as simple as it's really hard to ex- just responding? It's very hard to explain, but it get, works for me. And I mean, the answers are in my book that I wrote. Like, why do you have to answer every single, like, do a big old blah, 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 blah. You could even right. write a little preface. You could write a preface in your little journal. That's like, true. So refer to the person, you know what, here's, this is, you know what, this is where it came from. It came from my heart. And it may bring me, brings me more joy. And it's not for everybody, but. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: No, this is, this is so good.
0: Yeah. Cause I feel like you're almost worried that you need to do almost like a, uh, a workshop. When someone asks you a question, you feel like you need a PowerPoint presentation to answer it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because I don't want them to like stump me up. And because I don't feel confident all the time, like explaining things the way that they are in my head, that I feel like I won't, Convince them that I know what I'm talking about, right? I guess who did yeah. that to
0: you though? When you were a kid, someone did that to you. Who who used to like challenge you on everything you said, or hmm, that that something must have happened where it was, or even maybe in adulthood where it's like,
1: yeah, like you know what? For the longest time, I always felt s- stupid.
0: Yeah, where did that come from? I don't know. Who who made you feel stupid?
1: Not good enough. Uh i mean maybe my sister (laughs) just guess who i was just thinking your sister
0: i was totally just thinking huh
1: but uh at the same time like we were so close Like i was closer with her as a kid than i was with my older sister yeah just i mean if nothing else our age gap but um yeah huh okay Yeah, and another another thing that is coming up, too, is, like, this persona that I've always been. Like, as an adult, I've been the funny one. I've been the party one. I've been the silly, goofy, not serious one. So that's something I have to get over, too, because to be in this position of um, giving advice, like, that's a serious responsibility, I guess, or something. So, Mm -hmm. I I think I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself in that angle because it's just out of my comfort zone. I've never been the responsible, you know, serious conversation kind of person. So it's a new new door.
0: <laughs> for yeah. Me. Um. And can you be both? Can you be silly and responsible?
1: Of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And will people, I think feel- it's just so, I think it's just so new. So it's, it's, it's feeling uncomfortable, right. but I know that I can do it. I know that I'm capable and I just have to keep remembering that I guess, or, or focusing more on that or, I don't know. Or
0: just knowing that you're going to be accepted as responsible mm-hmm.
1: and silly. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there you go. Mm -hmm.
0: people are still going to love you and think so highly of you perhaps more so yeah yeah and you don't yeah you don't have to choose one or the other you can be both right
1: can i (laughs) (laughs) i don't know maybe i can't well there's well there. well can you well, this year just came up again. So that's what that was. Okay, go. What, what came up? Well, yeah, no, but can I be both? Like, I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe people will be like, oh, Lisa used to be so. No, that's just silly. Of course I can be both. Yeah. Can you, I'm good. right? Can... But can you, like, yeah,
0: post on Facebook, like, these journals worked for me, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. be silly and get that night and do a handstand? like i'm literally just a headstand i don't don't have a (laughs) you know what did
1: i say handstand but i do i'm the headstand girl (laughs) get it (laughs) straight get it straight (laughs) 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 because well at least you're relatable that's the thing yeah there you go (laughs) that's true i'm sure there's you know, an untouched uh, audience out there that exactly. thinks that that thinks a lot of this stuff is too out there, and uh, well, even stuff that I listen to sometimes, I'm like, oh, okay, come on, enough is enough. Like, just create. I don't know. That's totally. <laughs> no, there's definitely some some angle that I could offer that may not be out there now. So yeah, it's called
0: being real. Like you're just being you, and there's just different dimensions of you. Yeah. yeah. I agree, I want to be able like I still want to be able to have a party with some party with someone plus do my journaling,
1: yeah right, okay.
0: do you feel any sense of relief though
1: I feel like I want to oh my God relief, but I don't so want
0: don't want make you keep going, but I don't know where else to go
1: um I know I don't know either, um, but I do feel so much more relief. this has been so so helpful, yeah. I feel like there's a lot for you to sit with. Yeah, I think so. But uh, (laughs) yeah, maybe we, maybe we dive in and out of this a few episodes later or whatever too, we can just keep it going and then it'll stay top of mind for me and I can work on it. And there we go. (gasps) Same, same with you and your stuff. Yeah, exactly. This has been so good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's just recap what we talked about today and then, Yes. Let's do that. Okay. So go ahead.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So our, uh, let me just wrap it up with a bow. So our, you know, our limiting beliefs, basically what you want to do, if you want to change them, you got to figure out what they are first. Yeah. So, you know, really nitpicking even through your whole past, really figure out what are those feelings that come up when it comes to whatever the belief is um, or what you're trying to move past, whether that's career stuff, love stuff, money stuff, figure out what that limiting belief is. Yeah. Flip it. Do the, like, write down the absolute opposite of it. And if that feels like too big of a stretch, break it down to a smaller, believable affirmation.
1: hmm Yes. Yeah. So what else did we say? Um, You could try RTT if you, um, it is expensive, but if you can afford to spend that money on yourself, then that is a good one to really get deep down quickly into what your limiting beliefs are. But I will
0: just say about the expense thing is, I mean, if it's something that's been holding you back all your life, if you can figure out a way to make it happen, you likely need one session. So, okay.
1: That is a bonus. It's a good yeah. And I mean, if it can start to break through something that's been blocking you your entire life, I think it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're, if you're yeah. trying
0: to do it on your own and it's not working,
1: then yeah. Yeah. It's a great, great thing. Yeah. Is that it? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's essentially, those are the main takeaways from today. So, yeah, if you stuck with us for this long, we hope that you enjoyed it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. And I hope everyone got
0: something out of this. We uncovered a lot.
1: Yeah. Went a
0: little, little deep and personal for me. <laughs> for me, too. I'm like, oh, geez, I'm really feeling exposed here. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, All right. yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So please reach out to us. Send us an email. Or find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page going, and on yes. Instagram.
1: And I just want to say, a lot of people don't know this, but it's it's um, impossible to know how many subscribers any podcast has. So we, as podcasters, do not know that number. Nobody does. Um. So, uh, other than you know trying to see how many downloads there are, but it would just it would be so cool if you guys just shot us a little message or. Uh, on Facebook or Instagram or email us just to let us know that you're a subscriber. We would just love to know, right. If we're like, we're, if we have any, you know, long time listeners. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That you guys are getting
0: something out of this and yeah, leave
1: a review too, if you have a minute and let us
0: know what you're, what you're thinking and if you're enjoying the show and what we could maybe add or take away. Yeah.
1: What we can improve or what you're enjoying. So, yeah we we're loving doing this and we're hoping that you're loving hearing it. So just, yep. it'll be awesome to know. Okay.
0: Have a great day okay.
1: everyone. We always appreciate
0: yeah. you listening. All right. Be sure to join us in our vibe in mind Facebook Bye. group, where we keep the discussion going and keep you inspired. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at vibe in mind. Screenshot our podcast and tag us in your story with your biggest takeaway. Bye. We love hearing from you. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on whatever platform you listen. Have a great day and watch the universe blow your vibe and mind.